Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we serve tea without the shade. Like we always do, sippers. So pull up a seat and let's start this damn sip set. Yeah, let's get it, let's get it. We back for another dope-ass episode. Are we using dope again? We using dope. dope always, we back. always going to use dope. We got always. the dope man right here, Mr. Remy Mulatto in the oh, building. I feel like as many episodes as I've been on, I need to I need to come up with an intro. Right. You might have to have one. Right. Hey. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah, I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. That was undo. That was... I'm gonna take a, listen, oh everybody can't be as smooth as Mr. First J. Of all, Noetic the over delayed, here. Hey. That, that one was not I dope. I needed y'all to see the face with about, it, too. I'm gonna just be like, woo and then, yeah, move on. Woo-ha! What was that, Buster Rhymes? Buster Rhymes. I gotcha. <laughs> Whatever. All right, guys, how's your week been? How was your week, Al? My week has been good. Wow, um, so good. It's just been, you know, same. Oh, I feel like quarantine, you're just stuck in the same loop. Like, it's like it Groundhog's Day almost. So, it all blends together. Yeah. So, you know, instead of saying fine, I'm trying to talk myself into thinking it's good. You know, I'm not dead. So. I mean, there are a lot of things to be thankful in for. In perspective. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It could be a lot worse. And, I'm, you know, life is good. So, I got to claim it. What about you, Remy? So, look, as of this week, I'm the proud owner of a, uh, a oh, condominium. Oh, 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 you know oh, oh, we're putting it out there. Yeah. Putting it out there, okay. So, you know, housewarming coming up soon. Manifestation. Got to do 10 or less uh, people, though. Okay, coin, so, social distancing. This is housewarming. It's all good. I got space. I got space. Okay. How much okay. space you got? No, it's not that much space. Okay, okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. We bring it back, we bring it back. But, uh, How are you, Mr. J. Noetta? I'm doing pretty good. I cannot complain too much. Feeling nice. I'm alive. Got a little buzz from all the drinking we doing. Mm-hmm. Sip, sip, y'all. Sip, sip. Yeah, sip, sip as always. Waiting to see what's going to happen with this election. I'm kind of over it. Oh, there's media coverage. Are you, are you doing the the mail-ins or are you going into voting? I don't trust it quite yet, so I'm going in. I am going in. I don't trust in. it. Listen, I risk it every time I go out to Publix, so I can definitely risk it to freaking vote. Like, yeah. no. Yeah, I'm definitely going to vote. I don't trust vote. the ballots. We voted for Kanye, right? You know what? Never ever. No. No. First of all, I, mean, I like. Never mind. He's gonna end abortion. Never mind, because I can go on a whole rant well, about we don't, this. We don't want that. Y'all don't want that. The whole rant about Kanye. Yes, because I just feel like people are yeah. are they take. Oh, seriously, considering they're taking no, they're taking certain stuff he says and um, like using it as a thing, but then disregarding yeah. like they disregarding that he said the stuff about Harriet, um, but like so many things. Yeah. But then he's you know, so he's so he he was definitely having a bipolar what? Oh my session, god! Though. And I hate that he knows that's a trigger for us, like black people, and it's a trigger he keeps like, like he keeps purposely. Maybe, maybe he doesn't want to be drugged though. I mean, got to be something to it, not to want to be drugged up and trying to be trying to work through it. So I, I don't want I don't want to get too deep, deep into I, it. No, but no, no, yeah. no, no, yeah, I don't want to like you know definitely not mental health shame him but like he's definitely going through i wish blogs i wish that when we recognize people who had mental health issues that we just decided we as a society that we didn't need the news i don't want to see it anymore like i hate that i have to constantly see it i canceled kanye back when he put that red hat on and i I didn't cancel that's still love kanye but not anything new 
So Remy's about to buy. Everyone went, huh? Did I go? Yeah. Yes, I did. Okay, sir. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go get. Let's get into our listener shout out. You All are right, very so hydrated. I got two sir. hands. <laughs> so this week's listener shout out goes out to some cities. The cities for the last thirty days of for being a listener of All Tea No Shade podcast. Uh, this is on the SoundCloud platform. So coming in. At number one, actually, for the last 30 days, this is my old stomping ground. Virginia? Richmond, Virginia. Hey! Richmond, Virginia. Coming through with the top city. I guess I should quali- quantify this as saying probably probably overall, Tampa's number one. Yeah. But how they do stats, they have Tampa, they have Brandon, they have a Riverview, all separated. Yeah. down, yeah. So, but based on the... Number one coming in the stats. Richmond, Virginia came in number one. Love you guys, Richmond. Tampa came in number two, and then uh, Maryland, Silver Spring, Maryland. So shout out to the, to Maryland, of course our Tampa love, and uh, Virginia. I don't know. I got. I guess I still got some fans back there in Virginia, man. So that's what's up. So we appreciate it. Love it. Um, Let's see it. If you would like to have your city listen, shout it out on all Tino Shades uh, podcast. Reach out to us in a few different ways. How do they do that, L? You can hit us up on Instagram at all tea, no shade podcast. There's no periods. There's no spaces. There's no dots. Just all one word. All tea, no shade podcast. You can also hit us up uh, two ways on Facebook. We have a page called all tea, no shade. And we also have a group called all tea, no shade podcast and friends. So make sure you join, add, like, share. Get with us, slide in our DM. And now you can always go directly to us at our email, which is podcast at gmail.com. All right. All right, guys. Are we ready to get into Who Am I? I do believe so. Who am I? Who am I? All right, yo, who we got? I got to bounce back to this week, Sippers. Mm. I got to bounce back somehow. Mm. Somehow, some way. I had to get my ass whooped. By my light skinned hey. brother. I don't really appreciate it. So, hey, L. Last I, week I showed up with my belt. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, you I were, gave it to everybody. You gave it to everybody. You so. know what? That's, so, what we, that's what we not Everybody got a whooping. So, L, since, since we've been friends, I don't know if you saw it, but Facebook post um, shared that we had been friends for like on Facebook for like two years now. Hey. Maybe it was a little bit longer, but really? I can't remember what it was. I was like, yeah. Hey. I didn't share it. I didn't see it. I have. Um, you be ignoring me. No, actually, so. This week, I deleted Facebook from Monday through Friday. Okay, good. I just like wanted to see if it would what it would do for me. You know, yeah. like I just felt like I needed a reset, a restart. You know, like, sometimes I feel like you can get really addicted to social media. Yeah. And for so sure. when I like the minute that I get bored, if the first instinct is for me to reach to my phone, then yeah. I know I need to reset. And so I deleted it, and so I haven't been tapped in at all. Mm. Okay. And it was it was interesting though because for the first like two days, I it was actually it made me it enforced the fact that I wanted to do this even more because I reached for my phone so much. So like and I like not even like legitimately not thinking. It wasn't until I was like trying to find the icon to hit Facebook that I realized (laughs) and then I even realized that I was going to look at it. Like I, I my brain literally didn't process that I was going to look at it until I was doing that. I'm like 
Oh my god! Like I legit yeah. was kind of addicted to this thing. So. Social media has us well programmed. Oh my god! I it's think insane. We all be you hard you to do, do it without even thinking. It's insane. I've always said like Facebook for what it is. It's more or less like an abyss because as soon as you jump in and start with that first post on your feed, you just kind of keep going and going. And as long as there's something to see, you're going to keep yeah. seeing it. You know That's what I'm saying? The way that I am, like I'm addicted to social media and I think I'm addicted to coffee. So whenever I do social media, I can literally be on there for hours and hours and hours and hours unless I act like actively yeah. shut, shut that shit down. Well, so all right. every once in a while, you got to deactivate. Yeah, for sure. All right, back on. All right, guys, let's get into the who am I. Let me go over the rules really quickly. Oh, I, yeah, because I was saying I would get my ass beat. Y'all cut me off because I want to talk about me not getting my ass beat. I'm playing. First of all, why are you so mad? Because like, I'm losing. I'm losing. Oh Listen, my god! You, you I'm a good actor, by the way. I'm, not, I'm getting better. You ain't getting no sympathy with your fucking tan and your fucking beard and. <laughs> <laughs> why are you going off? You got, you got too much good life for me to feel sympathy about that's why, me whooping your ass. That's why God didn't make me tall. Because <laughs> he knew. You know what? Your ass was just ridiculous. If I would have been tall. Thick, that's what I was beard, listen. balded. Yeah. Oh boy, it'd been a problem. Boy, been a problem. That's, the same, <laughs> that's the same shit I say. God didn't make me talk because I'd be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it would be a problem. All right. But we digress. Okay, Go guys. Ahead. Yeah, we're all done. Yeah, we're all done. done. Oh, you man. Oh, you man not because we're done, you're done. Because uh, <laughs> me and Jackie had no time. Exactly. <laughs> First of all. Okay, so who am I? I'm going to give these guys some hints about things or people that are currently out there in pop culture. It mm. is them, is their their duty to, to figure out who I'm talking about. Right. The only rule is that they cannot guess before I finish my first clue. All right, I feel like these are going to be easy, so get with it, okay? All right. Disclaimer. All right, so this model, fashion, this model, Fashion Nova model, um, and fashion designer recently got fired by Rihanna. Uh, I saw vaguely that at um, article about it, but I did not read who it was. She was making jokes about, about somebody else, Meg Stallion. She said something to the fact like you want them to shoot you in the foot. That's how you know they really like you. <laughs> um, Sorry, that's not funny. Chloe Kardashian. No. Um, I mean, like not in the bad, but yeah, kind of. So right. ditzy and body. Brittany. Um, it be someone fairly new. It she be was also new. connected to Chris Brown. Amber. Carucci? No. Um, Apparently Brown. she had a, a threesome with Carucci and Chris Brown and they were really good friends for a hot minute. I don't know. She might have been in one of those basketball wife shows, even though she was no basketball wife. And they might have dogged the shit out of her, y'all. See, this this the shit that drives me crazy. Nikki? No. Cardi? I don't know. Let's but what, go. What is her talent? What is she doing? We're not going into that. She has her own fashion. She's a fashion designer and she has a swimsuit line called Mint. Yeah, we don't know. Nope. Her name is Drea Michelle. Yeah, we never got that. Drea? Drea? Not in a million years. You guys know mm. Drea. I don't keep up with them. I don't keep up with them. No, she, nobody on Fashion Nova. She's like, no, she, but she's not even like a, she's a real model model, not even like a Fashion Nova model, like I would say. She, this, as far as like her fashion design is there. Well, not a real model. She's not like a Tyra Banks model, yeah. Yeah, I don't follow models, but like, 
she's definitely I think at a different level than most Instagram she's models. A, she's she, the highest level. Is she I'd white? Say. No, she's I think she's mixed. Oh, okay, because she is oh. super. Never mind. She's got a huge ass. That's in a small waist. So okay, well, neither one of then I get that. Um, but I, but if you know if you know Rihanna. Rihanna don't play when it comes to one women's rights and and two being throwing not throwing shade well, but being a troll. Well, no. First of all, she, did she forget that Rihanna was literally the victim of domestic violence not that long mm, ago? Mm. People forget about that. Rihanna, whoever her like her her, point. her PR point. people are the shit because you don't like women don't get out of domestic uh, abuse like situations looking still looking powerful and in charge and looking good. Like her PR people are amazing. She's amazing as well. But like they did that. They did that. All right. This one y'all are going to get really quickly. So it is just up for grabs. This celebrity couple is recently in the news for wanting to get a divorce. But Dr. Dre. No. Oh, damn. Celebrity couple. Mm hmm. You can give me either one of them. Kanye and Kim. Yes. <clears throat> so Kanye and Kim, obviously after this whole, you know, Kanye rally where he lost his whole entire damn mind, um, Kim was really upset about him talking about North and her, you know, the abortion, the abortion issue. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there was talk about divorce, but apparently they've been talking about divorce for way longer than that. So. There's, there's two narratives. It's hard, yeah, yeah. It's hard to. There's multiple narratives. Yeah, it's on hard to, uh, to. How do I say this? It's hard to be mad at Kim for all that she does have. However, I would not blame her for having walking away from, from the marriage based on what's happening. But I'm sure she does not want to be the person who abandoned him. And his worst, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you don't, you never want to be that person, especially to your parent, your kids, front of your kids. You yeah. Know? But you know, according to one of Kanye's twi- tweets, I was about to be my mom would say Twitters. Oh my god, one of Kanye's tweets. They've been talking about divorce for like the last two years, mm. and so at like what point? I mean, I guess that's the hardest thing about dating someone who has a mental health, Disability, yeah. you know, issue is that their mental health may always be an issue, yeah. right? And Especially if they're, if they're not taking meds that they are being prescribed. Right, and they're not taking care of themselves. Yeah. And so at, for president. when you when you would leave them would be because they're not taking their meds. And like at some yeah. level, you have to decide. What's better for you and your kids. What's so best for you. So it's, a, it's definitely a balance between like, you know, your own self-love and your own like self-worth and yeah. making sure you're sewing into yourself. And, <clears throat> and wanting to be a support and stability for that person. There, there's the whole idea that like this whole Kardashian Jenner thing is like this this machine mm-hmm. that that Kanye sort of just sort of ended up in, and more or less it's just it's just fucking up his mental health. Even it more. literally drives me crazy that because I to me I think it's like misogyny at its best. Uh-huh. It's like Kim made Kanye. Um, well, he crazy. didn't say Kim. Yeah, he said would, the, he said the Jenner family. Yeah, and it's like the whole thing. They say that though, the Kardashian girls turn all the men bad. Yeah, yeah. That's that, I mean, that's not a thing. But yeah. I will say that families could drive you to a way that yeah. you don't want to be for sure. Like, like yeah. so, something about this 
some people i mean i'm not putting any stock into this narrative but i i do pay it attention because it could it, it could be legitimate that there's some because if you think about like the kardashian mm-hmm. i've heard people say like that's the that's the royal family of america yeah and that that's not unusual that's, yeah. that actually sounds very factual because we, everybody knows about these motherfuckers before trump came along they was top of the headlines all the time you know literally yeah so like for Kanye to be in something like that and to walk into it unstable, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how does that affect a person? Yeah. So there's that idea, <clears throat> and then there's also the idea that just, just Kanye is just crazy for what he is. I loved it. I actually think, like, Kim, well, at least from my perspective, looking from outside in, I think she holds him down well. That's what it looks like yeah, to me. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, and she like, might. He was the one that was tweeting, like, oh, I should have divorced her and she tried to abort my child and all this stuff. Yeah. And you, you don't hear Kim say anything bad about Kanye. <laughs> you see Kim going to the White House and fighting for, like, you know, people who don't, who, who got a longer sentence than they deserve. Yeah. Kanye does a lot of wonderful things for Kim. And that's not pretend that Kim's, like, Kim was popular before Kanye, but that's right. not at, like her stock did not go up. I mean, I think anytime you're in a power couple, your stock goes yeah. up. Absolutely. Stock went so up as well really too. She could have. She, she did, didn't need I don't it, think she, she needed it either. She thinks she would have became a billionaire. People would discredit how smart think, Kanye yes, is. Because I don't think if she found somebody like somebody in that same space, but with, with like strong mental health. But she's already came out and said I mean, that Kanye only educated I, her on her to her get fashion. to where she wanted to get That's to. That's true. He, she has said that. She said it point blank. Without, I think she, she legit- changed her whole. He helped her change her whole mentality about her brand, who her brand is. She said before that she was not charging. Uh, to place an ad or to hold a product on, when I'm just doing a regular Instagram, whatever. She said being with Kanye it really helped change my mentality of how to build my brand and things that she wasn't even aware of. I, I think I the biggest influence. To, no, it. I think I the do. biggest influence from Kanye to Kim was her fashion because before Kanye, Kim literally had like the worst fashion. It was very like tacky mm-hmm. and. With Kanye, he remember like that's the whole thing. He literally got in and threw away her entire wardrobe, her yeah. entire closet. Yeah. And then the very next, like that same year, she got invited to the Met Gala for the first time because Kanye always got into the Met Gala. Yeah. Like so, a lot of some a lot of fashion doors opened up for Kim because of Kanye. I will definitely say. Now that. she might have got there eventually, but I don't think she would have got there as fast nah, as she yeah, did. Nah, yeah, she wouldn't have got there as fast as she did. So I, I mean, I would hate to see. I think Kanye. I, I like I them together. Think, I think that they work I well. I don't think they add anything to each other. Really? How do you? But we don't know that. that. We're on the outside of that, I think, though. I think, for sure. But like, yeah. why? I think, think Jay Z and Beyonce elevate each other. I don't think Kanye. But like, how do you not see the elevation, right? Because I don't see them as a match. I, but like, how? Right? Because if you look at her, she's flat out said like he's ele- elevated her. Yeah, that's because you're supposed to say that, right? You but like, not say that. But sure I think you can. I think that's you can. No, you, if you're if you want Kim, Kim is the Marilyn Monroe of our time. Her, everything about her career has been about elevating her status. She's not going to go out publicly and say anything negative about the person that she chose to father her children. You understand? I don't know. This Kim t- Kardashian is a marketing machine. But this day and age where where women's voice is even more powerful. Uh, I don't give Kim that. I, Kimberly. T- Kim, uh, Kim, Kimberly. Who the fuck is Kimberly? <laughs> Kim Kardashian is not. I don't. 
put her in that room. I put somebody with more like like I'm gonna look at. Well, you don't think you're you don't think you're you don't think you're biased because For of sure. her her history 100%, of how she got there. One hundred percent, but yeah. that that's that's part of it because you can't ignore where things started. But doesn't mean that she's I, not doing that stuff no, now. No. But like how does like he came to her? So how does how does how it's well we don't know how they Kanye did. Kanye came to her because Kanye likes fat, fat ass asses and big titties. Yeah, but they were friends Kim for years. Is a dime. Yeah, and he cheated on uh, uh, what was it, Amber, Amber Rose for Kim Kardashian. Kanye, to me, I just look at him as just like any other rapper, a dude who just likes a, a hot chick. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see him looking at it as like this is going to elevate. But it's so much funny brands. because you put so much. This is why I say it's miss. Um, why I say that it's like kind mm. of womanizing. Well, not womanizing, but it's very male slanted. Is that you are doing everything to say that Kanye is like this idiot and just mm. is like going based off his hormonal balance yes. and then saying everything on her, is everything is her and she's mental and she's so about it. Where it's like you're downplaying him yes. being a grown ass man being able to make his own decisions and choices yes. you know and you're upping her to say that everything she does is calculated like she cannot be a woman who has emotions and feelings and can operate on those things too it's like all nah. the responsibility you're is right. on the woman and none of it's on the man and that's like the common thing that men do like, but let's, do that another, let's do that another topic though let's, yeah, back, right. let's get back to the number three right. I'm, I don't disagree with any of that I, I mean I would I would say it differently but you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> alright so this byproduct of a famous couple now all three are famous and I will take all any three of them alright the so, couple was three of them yes it's mama and pappy are famous and the daughter is famous the daughter has come out um, when Nicki Minaj released that she was pregnant and says that um, like she wants to be on her Nicki Minaj and recently she's been showing nothing but shown noth wearing nothing but loose clothes Will so there's Jada. rumors I was thinking Will Jada and um, um, what's her name um, Willow no Willow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no it's the next couple that's like that though not like that but like same thing all three of them are famous and they are in the music industry and you definitely bop to his music and you definitely might have grinded out to her music her music's old though she's an old school artist in the um 2000 early 2000s i feel like this is something i should know but i probably have this, no idea the, about this the I guy is couple. literally known as the king of a city. A huge T.I.? Oh, yeah, I was yes, T.I. Yes, so T.I. and Tiny's. Hey, hey, wait, wait. First of all, put respect on T.I.'s name. The, the king of the south. The king, <laughs> the the king of the south. south. I don't claim it. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll give him Atlanta, though. Thank you. Um, but... Okay, so Tiny's daughter, but T.I. claims are obviously, Zonique has been sparking pregnancy rumors because she's been wearing really loose clothing, and then she came out saying she wants to be on her Nicki Minaj. Wait, so what is what is she famous for? She's I, a, I don't know anything She's about a singer. Her. She like came out in a, in a group, and they did really well. Really? What's the group? I don't know. It was like yeah, they didn't do too well. It was it, no, it was millennial groups. Like you know, uh, it's like I don't know. There's three different types of babies. Hmm. You ain't you a millennial? Isn't there? Like, technically, no, technically it's, it's, all three of us are millennials. It's Gen a Z, Z. the Z's. Okay, it's we we're Z not. It's yeah, a, I don't know. Did you see know. that Ti came out and said he wants to do a versus battle against Jay Z? That's not happening. 
That I don't think that would Jay-Z be a good. So Jay Z, who do you say he want to do versus battle? Was Ti versus? He said Snoop before. Oh, it was Snoop. Snoop. That was Snoop. That's right. He said I Snoop. That would have been great. Yeah, he said Snoop. Yeah, he said. I would have. Or no, wait, Ti. No, he was challenging fifty. Well, nah. he said Snoop. OMG, 50? girls. OMG. It's oh, like Lord. a cheetah girls thing, but like you know, for be, the Z years. Okay. No, I don't. I've never heard of them. You know, but she. So she. Okay, and she's become more sexualized due to Nicki Minaj. No, she says she wants to be on her Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj just came out saying she's pregnant. But then you say something about her posting pictures of her. And really loose clothing. Yeah. I.e., like women wear loose clothing to cover up pregnancy. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know why I was thinking hearing. Oh, loose you were clothing. thinking like fast loose. Yeah, I heard loose and I. Yeah, that's. Ah, okay. uh, gotcha. I see. All right, 1 1, right? Yes. This is the winner. All right, so this. I'm gonna win, by the way. Oh, don't win. This singer who is part of a pretty famous sisterhood is in the hospital. Tony. No, but that's Tamar. Yes, Tamar Braxton. Tamar Braxton allegedly attempted suicide and Mm. was taken into the hospital. Has not been released yet. They're saying she's she's battled with depression for a very long time. Very wow, sad. It makes me sad. It makes me very, it makes very me sad. Really sad. I feel like, like she, mm. she, she to me felt like the revival of like R and B when she made music. I know. I, I love that she yeah. went old school she, like, with it. Like, like I, I watched the Braxton show or whatever, mm-hmm. and her personality automatically turns you off. Yeah. Tamar, if you're like from or Tony, generation. Like yeah, who? Uh, Tam- Tamar. Tamar, but she's okay. a lot of fun to watch. She makes the show interesting. She's like the Nene Leaks of that yeah. show. Yeah, you always right? need this character who you don't personally want in your own life, yeah. but they're entertaining to watch because you like to see other people react to yeah. the bullshit, which is them. And, and then you you take that person, mm-hmm. that you know extra person or whatever, yeah. and then and then you find out that she's vocally. A fucking she's like, a beast. She's probably the most talented voice. She's in that a group. beast. That's including Tony Braxton, who got it. I don't think she can do Tony, but she can't. No, she's done Tony. She's sang just like Tony. I know. I mean, I, I think she can. I don't think she Him can guys, no. sing Tony. Yes, she. She. They have different voices. Yes. like Tony has like a more deep voice. Deep and, and Tony deep. has talked about how that that sort of held her back. Tam- Tamara doesn't have those problems. She has a voice. Her a, voice a is literally. Range. She's got like a Mariah Carey voice. Very very good range. And yeah, amazing. She, she says she thinks her boyfriend for her saving her life for yeah. one of her attempted suicide yeah I, th- I think it just goes to show that people should always remember that celebrities are human they mm-hmm. have issues and just because they may live a glamorous life or yeah. or whatnot that shit don't matter man like money don't make you happy yeah right and so hopefully she gets the help she needs and hopefully she gets better but right now your boy just beat remy's ass yes congratulations jay i'm back man it's been a while coming back coming out of hibernation apparently all right guys let's go ahead and get into the sip of the day hey sippers do you know what time it is Time for the main sip. The main sip, I said. It's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Time for the main sip. The main sip, I said. Time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your. Drink ready. Hey guys. Say the. Oh, you. You alright? 
I'm fine. You feeling good over there? Yes. <laughs> First of all, I do not need this judgment. I no ain't, 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 ain't no ain't no judgment over here. I'm the least judgmental friend that you that you have. We've been sipping, y'all. Mm. Um, today we are talking unsolicited advice. We are going Ooh. over. Ooh, can I do one first? I found one. Okay. I only got one. I only got one. All right, go ahead. So, do, so are we doing this? Like, read the whole thing, right? Yep, read the whole thing. All right. Are y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Last night, me and my boyfriend mm-hmm. were in town after visiting a restaurant. We were heading back to the car park where pa- we we're passing some empty seats that were pretty dark. Anyway, as we were talking, as we were walking, a shady looking guy, I assume he was homeless or an addict, popped out and was holding a knife. He grabbed me by the arm and said, give me your wallet if you know what's good for her. And my boyfriend just turned around and ran. (laughs) He left me. I gave the guy my purse and he let me go. But I was scared. What if he didn't and he kidnapped me? I looked around for my boyfriend. He was nowhere to be seen. And I found him back in the car, car park, which was a five minute walk from where we mugged. (laughs) When I got to the car, he unlocked the door and started crying. And he said, what took you so long? Why did you run? Did he seriously not realize the thug had a hold of me and I couldn't run? Is he that blind? I don't know what to do. Break maybe, up with him, sis. Maybe he was scared, but he left me without Break a second him, thought sis. and just ran back to the car. I don't know how I can tell him. I don't know how I can call him a man if he can't even protect me and run to the first sign of danger. Mm. Am I being too harsh? No. So, so my question is, L, mm-hmm. what what would you have him do? That's a good question. He yes. needs to make sure she's okay first. So, so let's let's work like go through the scenario. So okay. She, she, the guy has her with a knife, and she can't get away. He's holding on to her. What is his <laughs> next move? He tries to t- de-escalate the situation. So he he tries to talk to him like, "Hey, bro, get your knife off my girl." I mean, even though I don't know how long we've been dating, but yeah. I, I mean, you know, she's she's cool. I like her, so don't. Yeah. Can you please not threaten her? Yes. Like this. Mm-hmm. And then what if that doesn't work? Then what? Then he's. They've <laughs> got to figure something else out. That's what I'm saying. Right, but the, the the thing that you don't figure out is that you leave your person. I would have the same reaction if it was two women. Yeah. You don't leave the person you're with. Period. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but especially you. if you're I'm a man, you. I'm 100 percent with you because I remember I don't hold to a lot of like gender like like uh, restrictions with men. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I men that. like I feel like there's this standard that men have to be this thing to be a man, Basically which I think is bullshit. But the one thing that I do hold strictly to is that men have to be protected. But as you said on last week's episode, you said you think it, it's a little too much. So much pressure for that to be the standard. Every man has to go put his life in danger. So, so let's, yes, but listen, if well, you guys are both in a danger situation, you can't mm-hmm. run. Let me, I, I think anytime I you, you leave the person you're with, like even if it was two girls, it's wrong. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is where I'm with L right here in the, in the simple fact that the guy basically said what he wanted. He said, give me your wallet. Yes, yeah. correct. So in that situation, you're, give you're, the wallet. you're forced to choose between your wallet and your girl. And yes. you have a mitigating circumstance. Yes. yes. Do you give more, do you care more about the cards and the cash yeah. and your, the whatever's in your pocket? Or do you care more about this woman? Right. Me, the way that I am, you're running. it could be anybody, any woman, yeah. any woman. Absolutely. I'm, like I, I'm automatically going to be even if I don't even know her, there's some, like I'm not the biggest dude, but there's some aspect of me that's still gonna feel protective, and I yeah, have to. For, I, for I facts, can't just facts. let this happen. Yeah. So hey, take my wallet. 
But then... Because you, everybody, like, the ones who are smart, they know what that means. Like, the fact that he left her... Okay, so... Yeah, just running is... Just yeah, running? Problem. Fuck shit. Yeah, but, problem. like, her danger increases significantly by that. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. what 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 might have happened now, the chance of rape is on the board. Not to say it yeah, wasn't there, yeah, yeah. but the, the, the likelihood increases substantially. Like, everything increases so much more. Yeah. I, I think... I think this story is false by mm-hmm. by default. Right. I just don't see how yeah. this is possible. Like, I, I, I don't see I how see no man would actually leave his woman running. Yeah, maybe they maybe getting uh, robbed or whatnot. Absolutely. Yo, but so a man running. But anyway, he definitely shouldn't have ran. Like that's a that's a problem. How like, long were they dating though? It like doesn't say. Doesn't say. Like on the first date. Even like, it don't matter though. Are you gonna give up? I ain't, leave, I ain't leaving nobody behind. For it to, to be yeah, mugged, because the, the person who's yeah. mugging, not even a man, not even my homie, yeah, not even sure. my homie, hey, nobody. I'm not leaving what? nobody yeah, behind. True, because Jay has saved my life multiple times. Have I? <laughs> Did <laughs> I? What? When what did this happen? They saved me in foreign countries where I, I, I'm just lost. I'm just a lost child. In what the you thought? I was like, we you guys went to Costa Rica, and Panama, and we went to Panama. You got me home multiple times. I would just say before, I would just say, and Panama, Remy was single. Yeah. So he did some. We did shingle yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah, so I would have so, got myself in all types of trouble if Jay wasn't there. Good <laughs> yeah, thing I wasn't single in Costa Rica. We were uh, we were there at this one rooftop bar in in Panama, and uh, we were sitting there. We had I had we had met these girls at the club who were actually from Florida. Like I had brought, brought them over and it just turned out they were from Florida. Anyway. I love that when you go somewhere foreign and you meet yeah. like Florida people yeah. because Florida people time. hate each other except when you're somewhere else. <laughs> and, and they were like, actually from like Tampa. <laughs> Yeah, so we're up there. We, back to Florida we had been we had been drinking. It's my birthday weekend. We at this club, hide like another no club left open in Panama, but this one's open. We're there at the rooftop bar, and we've been drinking. And, we, and I, I'm sitting on one side of the table. The girls are around us, and Remy's on the other side of the table. And and I look over, and, and Remy's just like, "They got a beer in his hand." Ah, he is legit, up, legit, legit done about sleeping. Yeah, so I'm like, "All right, guys, we, we got to go." The moment I said that. We get up. Remember, like, where the fuck are we going? <laughs> where the fuck are we? I was like, bro, we're going to the hotel. You are dead. Why are we leaving? Why are we leaving? Jay is the most responsible person to travel with. Like, he will I ain't make gonna, sure, yeah, will make sure that we will do things I in the daytime. I hate that, though. He will make sure we will do things in the daytime, and then he will make sure everybody oh, I, gets home. Oh, I don't stop you on your, on your, on your fuckery. Yeah, 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 do your fuckery. Yeah, do your fuckery. No. But I'm going to make sure we get back, though. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're being a super asshole and being just like yeah. doing your own thing, like, you I'm know a, what? Let me tell you, I've had. So I'm the I'm the the travel mom too, mm. and like there's it's yeah it's intense. I've had yeah. some experiences. So in this case, I would never leave anybody, and I wouldn't run. Yeah, you can't. Don't leave, leave the person run. you're with leave, behind. Man. I mean, like I get that, like you want to save yourself, but like. Did it? Did it specify it was a white couple? I didn't say. Didn't specify. It's probably a white dude. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, but I that's feel like terrible. other cultures don't give a fuck. But black people, like, I, I have to protect her. I can't. But see, that, but that's that's, that's so like that's so that's a thing that like so me. many people that's do me. though. Like especially black men, like the good ones. You guys just assume that all black men we're are going, like. We're going you. back to other sure. uh, last week's episode. I feel, like, I feel like there's a there's a cultural understanding that, that you pre- we should like yes. we feel an obligation. Some of us might not honor it. Yeah, but I think but we all feel like automatically. Yeah. Just let yeah. it like you know that you what you did was wrong. Like yeah, like like once upon a time, like I, I, I remember going to a haunted house. Mm. 
mm-hmm. and uh, and they had like smoke all in the haunted house. And my homeboy's girl, she fucking fainted, and yeah. nobody could see anything. And everybody's fucking walking around, stepping on her and shit. My automatic instinct is, I gotta get her the fuck out of here yeah. because she's not safe in this environment. She just fainted. Yeah. Can I make make one little asterisk here? I think this is largely a generational thing. Yeah. I feel like men in our age range and up would never, would never, would never ever leave someone unprotected. Yeah. But I think people, I don't pay for the number, 29 and younger, Hmm. they're like, fuck you, I'm trying to survive, I'm trying to live. Yeah. You know? But But then you look at, that means our generation's the ones who created that. Absolutely. No one's innocent. I, I love no how, one's like, innocent. I love how people like always blame millennials, but I'm like, if you blame millennials for bullshit, then you really like you really need to blame their parents, right? Because their parents are the ones who reared them this way, right? It's like you you I blame like the generation well, above that because the generation above that is that's the one who created and, and but I also but I also get a lot of love to millennials. Like I give a lot of love millennials awesome. for no. pushing pushing forward and the generation what's the generation generation Z Gen Z like. There's so many they things they here. push that make me wrong. You, I still think they lazy as fuck sometimes and very title. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I deserve this yeah. without putting in work sometimes. Yeah. But they have pushed a lot of things forward that I don't they think would off. happen is, if it hadn't been for them. They in the do. Streets. They go. I like still. I'm still like going. I'm still a fan of what they did with Trump's um yeah. opening Absolutely. rally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where they like got all the tickets and then nobody showed up. Like yeah. beautiful genius. Let me just say that's that's one of the dope things about millennials is that we can recognize the younger generation and see that there's there's some power there. Absolutely. You know what I'm I feel like huge boomers, power. Boomers don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I argue with Gen Xers all the time. Like, I can't. Gen like they Xers. Don't think, they don't think that we're about shit. Yeah. Gen Xers, I'm like, you Gen are Xers, our parents. Gen Xers are closer. Well, no, boomers are our parents. More, no, Xers too. The boomer generation. There's, there's, some, there's some Gen Xers. No, because there's like a good like 30 year gap between them. Well, they say they say every twenty, I think. For me, it's different because one of my best friends is if, a Gen it Xer. depends on where you fall as yeah. a millennial too. Yeah. One of my best friends is a Gen Xer, and both of our parents are boomers, so I automatically associate Gen yeah. X with like just just friends that are like older than me. But it, it, we definitely got some parents in that in that generation. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is boomers are definitely in their sixties. Boomer, boomers yeah. boomers judge us at every yeah. every opportunity, mm-hmm. whereas I think I think Xers get it a little more. It depends on the person. Yeah, it's more but Xers also person. think that we're we're full of crap. Yeah. Oh yeah. My my. Everybody my thinks friend, millennials think we're full of crap. My best friend doesn't listen to me at all. <laughs> he doesn't think anything yeah. that I have to say has value. That should not be your best friend, by the no, way. No, 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 no. Why? no, 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 no. I don't disagree with him because I know how he thinks. What do you mean I, I don't disagree with him? I, you have things that are valid. No, 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 no. But yeah, yeah. But but based on because he knows me. Because he knows me, he knows I'm gonna. Um, he knows that I'm just gonna go sometimes. And I, every once in a while, I'm gonna say something completely retarded. And every, every once in a while, I'm going to say something that sounds like it's genius. Now, is it really genius? No, I don't read. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's his perspective. Right. And I get it because I know him and he knows me. That, All right. That's the whole thing. All right, guys. So, here, let's get into a new one. This Oh, that's right. We're doing advice pieces. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I am a small business owner. My store has local, in parentheses, repeat, and one-time customers. The other day, while checking out, one of my local customers spewed out a verbal and extremely bigoted rant. 
I was stunned speechless. I felt I should do something, but I wasn't sure what it should be. I have started losing sleep over it. If it happens again, should I remain silent and keep the peace or stand up for all Americans and lose this customer and probably more? What should I do? And for um, bigot just means like that you're intolerant of um, other people. So, essentially, you're holding different opinions. So someone got caught. Say it again. He some one of his customers just like get one on a, a bigoted um, like rant in his store. Bigot also means racist, though. It can be racist. It can right? be racist. Yeah, it can yeah, just yeah. you're devoted to your own prejudices against yeah. people. Uh, so it doesn't give you enough to say like what were they racist? Mm-hmm. Was it like it was a gender issue? Was it a mm-hmm. sexuality issue? It could okay. be it could be any of those things. Um, they, they just went off. I think this the reason why I pulled this one is because we see this a lot with the whole Karen videos, where like you know you see situations that happen in restaurants and you're at some level you're like, well, what responsibility does the establishment have to de-escalate these situations, right? Yeah. And so in this situation, he's the business owner, and I like looking at his perspective, this is probably really traumatic because he wasn't expecting this, mm. and he doesn't know how to respond. So I don't think he responded <clears throat> at all. Clearly, I think he was silent when this happened, yeah. and he's losing sleep over it now and trying to figure out mm. what he should do next. So... Do you speak up? Do you do you not? Like, what do you do? Do you keep silent? Do you just let it go? I, f- I feel like there's there's two sides to this. Like, you, you automatically... It, it is very important, and especially, like, in current times, that people who aren't necessarily affected by something express how they feel about it because, you know, white people tend to listen to white people. Yeah. Black people yeah. tend to listen to black people. Right. So, me trying to tell... Mr. Racist over here that what you're thinking is is wrong, whatever. Like, you automatically view me a certain way, so everything I say doesn't matter. But somebody you you might be closer to telling you that is kind of important. So I'm also making some, some long assumptions based on this, but it's a position where this person, the person felt like they were uh, comfortable in saying what they said in this store in front of this person, and then he's asking himself, do I have a moral obligation to do something right here? Mm-hmm. Whether it's tell them off, tell them, you know, we don't support, deal with customers like you, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I feel like that's important. But the idea of incorporating that into a space where you have customers and it's your business is automatically tricky. Yeah. Because you don't, as a business owner, you don't want to alienate any customers. You want everybody to spend money with you and you don't want to. Right, to especially if you're a small business. You don't want it to be about politics. Right. Like, ideally, in your perfect world as a businessman, politics has nothing to do with it. Right. Everybody just comes here and gets all we're talking about here. It was a grocery store. All, all we're talking about here is groceries. Right. That's, that's, that's all. That's the only thing we need to talk about. Let's he just said about, retail, but yeah. Yeah. So, like, whatever you're buying here, buy that and give me money. We're good. Everything's fine. All of your political stuff that you feel like you want to talk about doesn't have to be a part of it. See, but I yeah. Businesses feel an obligation to do something about it these days because that's that's the kind of country I guess we're turning into. I think you never want to politicize work, mm. but I also think that if somebody brings the politics to you, you meet them where they're at, and so the exchange that him and his customer could have had could have not at all, you know, dealt with any politics or any kind of, you know, 
touchy subject. It could have been like, hey, I want to buy this, you buy that, good. Right? The customer is the one who decided to go on this bigoted rant. The customer is the one who decided to open this Pandora's box. Mm. And so I feel like once you open the box, I have and I have not only the opportunity, but also the responsibility to say something. Because what I'm tired of seeing, what I'm tired of hearing, and what I'm tired of like dealing with is that these you know, businesses act like they're not community leaders yeah, when they are. For sure. I'm sorry, but you are. I get it, Walmart. You have a million yeah, yeah. Walmarts in every place. But in that community, you are a leader. So you, you do have up. a responsibility yeah. to that community. And so I think the minute that your customer brings up the issue, now it's your responsibility to respond. I think I think managers, supervisors, all should step up, and 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 owners should step up in that moment and and handle that situation so that people know where you stand. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're being complicit to racist racist stuff and, and bigotry. Right. But I don't think if that had been I don't know if that's a regular person, but if that had been just a regular clerk making eight dollars an hour. No, it was a business owner. Okay. So I would say, you know, in that kind of instance, if it's just a regular worker, then they don't have a right. They shouldn't have to put their work in jeopardy, especially if that's just their if that's their full. Income, but in well, this case, do you guys think owner. about this? So, a lot of the places that have recently demanded masks have now walked back from it mm. because they're scared of their employees getting into physical altercations, people, which has been happening, right? So, Sam's and Costco, and a lot of the places that were demanding masks, like you literally had to have one, yeah. they've this all pulled back from mandatory to recommended because they were afraid for their employees. I, see, I don't think that's right. I think they're, I think they're being. They're allowing the bullies to I win. agree. I think they're I think, you, I think you need to do better training for your employees. Hey, you, this is what you say. And if they want to work, if they say no and they want to go in regardless, then step out of the side and let them go in and call the cops or whatnot. Yeah. Just like a like a robbery thing. Yeah. They always tell you, customer service, your life is more valuable than the money. Right. So if someone comes in and demands something, don't be a hero. Right. Give them what they want and let them go away. I think it's a training thing. Because it's like I'm you're so scared for two of your, you know, three of your employees that may be impacted by the physical assault when you're now exposing all of your employees to like a literal pandemic. You know know what I mean? So to me it's like not good risk analysis at all. Um, especially in those environments where you're stuck in a building that so many people are traversing. Like, I don't know about you, but my local Walmart has like five of the cashiers have come down with COVID. Yeah. Five. Look. You know? Bouncers are not working right now. <laughs> yes. So there's plenty of big ass dudes you can leave at the at the storefront. And that's hard it's to like, but that's hard to do because of the, the the red tape and them trying to they're trying to save money. They're losing money right now. So now you gotta hire a different staff, another staff to yeah. be there. So anyway, what's you got another? Let's go All right, one. so this I one, got a good one too. This is a funny one from. Um, you have a question? You want to yeah, go? I had. I did have a question based off of that All last right. one. What would you do if you were, say, getting what a, would you do if a haircut? At home? <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. So uh, you get your haircut or your hair done or whatever, and then halfway through your haircut, this motherfucker goes on a bigoted rant mm. that offends maybe somebody you yeah. care about maybe not necessarily you yeah do you continue getting your haircut or do you absolutely do you, do you know why haircut? because 
I'm his customer, <laughs> and if he fucked my hair up, right. then I, obviously I'm never going to be back. But but you still have to pay for that haircut. Yeah, no, I, I leave. You stop I there. Believe. You stop there, I believe. and you can be like, no, what yeah. you said. Actually, I would pay. And I'm not paying for this, you know even what? though I look crazy right now. Uh, you know what? I would pay and be done with it. Be, or, I was, or I would pay and still speak my mind. Yeah. yeah. And let, let him decide whether or not he want to continue... To change his ways or be my because my, you, I ain't got to give you money. You can be a racist, yeah, but you ain't gonna get my money. Yeah. So me, I'm uh, I don't know about in that situation, but I'm very quick to like boycott. Like I don't, yeah. I don't fuck with Chick Fil A. I don't fuck with Walmart. As soon as I hear something about you that makes me uncomfortable, yeah. I'm not going to continue to support your business because I feel like it's going to things that fuck up with my community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if I was in the middle of getting a haircut. Has your haircut's your mojo, Jojo? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not about to leave. I mean, haircuts are you people's mojo, Jojo. Yeah. A dude will look completely different after and, a haircut. And consider what I said. I said halfway through the haircut. Yeah. That means that that all of this is doing whatever the fuck it's doing, and this shit is just cut all weird. But you know and what? I'm supposed to just leave there's, right now? There's other barbers out there, though. <laughs> no. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's other barbers, other barbers but I still got to go from here to the car to wherever the fuck I'm It definitely up. adds an yeah. extra burden on you, <laughs> but sure. I, I don't. I don't want to give my money to so people. I would. I've I left. would never. I've actually left. Yeah. I would never I give all my my money to a, a racist. Yeah. Like I would be that turned off. Like I would rather look like a fool yeah. and explain why I look like a fool. Yeah. Than, uh, than to give them hidden over money that they're gonna mm-hmm. use like to support them. I don't want to support yeah, them. Exactly. I don't want to support and, them. And sometimes, like with my barber, I don't have hair on my head, but my, I get my beard done. There's been conversations around COVID-19 where guys are kind of like, oh, it's not that serious, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and I, and I stop them. I say, guys, a lot of people have died. So yeah, obviously yeah, it's yeah. serious to someone. Yep. Right? I said, we, we ain't got to believe in everything that's out there, but let's take it a little serious. Yeah. Right? And I've said it to, they're not just my barber, but other barbers there too. And they was, think about it. Good thing, I don't know about women's salons. Yeah. But the good thing about being a men's barber shop is yeah. they most of the time will always respect your opinion. Yeah. And what yeah, you say, you, you say it. And it, it is what it is. It is yeah. what it is. Uh, I remember the, he wasn't cutting my hair, but I was getting my hair cut at this barbershop one time. And the barber right next to me, he just kind of just started talking about flat earth. Mm. <laughs> I can't with flat, flat earthers. And, and I was yeah. like, I can't just, I'm, I'm going to be here for the next 20 minutes. I got some questions. Uh. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, uh, what about, uh, like, like, how does that happen? If other planets are round, because they believe every other planet is round, why is the earth flat? And it was like, well, let's talk about sickle cells. Sometimes cells <laughs> are round, sometimes the cells are square. What you want to think about that? I'm like, all right, all right. I, I don't know what to do with that. We, we can't continue to have a conversation about that. I don't know what cells got to do with planets. Oh my God. Give me a headache. All right, it was next. a great conversation. I bet. It's always some good conversations. Committed. All right. So Alyssa. Oh, Flat Earth is always committed to that Yes, stuff. they are. But oh, they're committed. Yeah. All right. So Alyssa has some questions, guys. I think maybe from a fellow's perspective, y'all can okay. give some, some advice. All right. So do y'all do hookups? Personally, yes. I've only hooked up with very few people I've not been in a relationship with or at least been talking to. But even then, they're always a good friend, at least. I hooked up with one of my old co-workers at a party last weekend. I was drunk off my ass, and he locked mm. me in the bathroom, which was odd. Mm. But now he's trying to hook up again, and I'm torn on if I want to because I see absolutely no relationship with him other mm. than us being friends. On the other hand, we've already done it, mm. even though I hardly remember it. Girl, that does not sound good. Mm. That don't sound not right. All of that is dangerous territory. Okay. Like literally, I'm like, ooh. Because that's not locked in the bathroom. You start that off with like, 
Dude, how y'all feel about hooking up? That's not just hooking up. That's that's hooking up with friends. That's hooking up with people in your circle, people you you know regularly interact with. And look look how it started. Like look what it came from. A I, drunk episode. Yeah. Listen, like in re- it's so funny because I really want to do another rape culture, but oh, we should do another rape culture with. But we I feel Definitely. like we, if we did it with with Remy, we would literally do like a six hour thing. <laughs> Because it was like that one was like so, two hours by itself. Yeah, we got a little heated in that one. Oh, so we got heated. I think it was heated in that one. Yeah, no, it for sure. But like the thing about it is, what do you do when both people are drunk? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what is consent when both people are really not in a place to give consent? You yeah. know what I mean? And so I don't. It doesn't seem like she feels like she was victimized in that encounter. So I'm not gonna. Put She's that, just not into I'm it. I'm not gonna put that on her. You know, because I don't think that she feels that way. So I'm gonna remove that from the equation mm. of her mm. like being victimized, and right. let's just like focus on should she hook back up with him or not. I. It's, it's dirty. I think. Well, I don't think it's dirty. You can. You can. Dirty. You can hook up with coworkers and friends and not whatever. I, I don't know about that. You can't. It, it, it depends on your view and perspective of what sex yeah. and boundaries are. And but what, we can't really get into neither one of those. What and how you feel about that friendship? If that friendship, correct? Is yes. Of value yes. to you. Yeah. I and think so that's, I, that's the main thing I'm looking at. So I would I would tell her to to definitely not do it because you should speak your mind. Yeah. If you don't want to be with that person, and he's an ex, he's a coworker. So what what's the what's the concern of her telling saying, I don't want to hook up anymore. We can be friends. Yeah. But I don't want to hook up anymore. I'm not about just say I'm not a, about the hookup culture. Yeah. I mean that's what she said. She said she's not. It sounds I would say, like, girl, I feel do. like the very the, the fact that you're even asking this question is that you're a little curious because you already did it and you don't remember. Maybe she's you, guilty. You want to try it again? You you know like sometimes if you're like worried about body count, you like go back to the old, which is stupid you know as fuck I mean? anyway. I agree. And so after a certain age, everyone got a high number. And so for her, what I would say is you need to have a conversation with him before you hook up again and let him know like where you stand and where he stands. Like if you don't want it to be anything more than a friends with benefits situation, I think you owe it because you guys are coworkers and you will see him regularly. Like I you thought she said ex coworker, so it's a current coworker. It said let's see. You could have said co-worker, but I was... Oh, you're right. Old co-workers. Old right, co-worker. So somebody you, like, acquaintance that you know. Go, girl, live your best life. It's oh. an old co-worker. You know, yeah, see, see, see if you... Yeah. If you want to, if you... If you, if, it, if, if the occasion show arise, then, yeah. girl, let it's it happen. It's an ex-co-worker. I mean, I, if it was a co-worker, it'd be like, no, because... They have a lot of mutual friends, so I get it. Like, yeah. you're still going to, like, run into him all that time. I think you have to figure out if you're... Comfortable with it. If you're going to be comfortable with it. But, like, when I say if you're comfortable with it, like, bitch, be honest with yourself. Because I feel like so many times I talk to my girlfriends, I'm like, are you going to be comfortable? Like, yeah, I'll be fine with it. Knowing good and damn well that they will not, in fact, be fine with it. Some people cannot separate the emotional side with the sexual connection. If you cannot separate the two, like, if you can't see him at a party the very next week and not think twice about it with another chick then you need to have a conversation with him about like expectations. That's really what it is. Like if you can't see him literally like the next weekend with someone else and it not be an issue, then you need to have a conversation with him beforehand because you would hope that he would have the respect enough to not do that. But what I've realized is your expectation out of other people is like you putting on what you would do 
on them. And everybody doesn't think the same way. Have y'all ever heard of the hot and cold empathy gap? No. Shortly, quickly explain it. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Hidden Brain podcast? No. no. So uh, recently they did an episode where they talk about the hot and cold empathy gap, which is when you are of, of right mind and you know what you're thinking, you think differently than once you get into a situation. Mm-hmm. So essentially you're two different people. You know what I'm saying? So the, what you think you'll do when, when you get in a situation where you might be sexually aroused or attracted to somebody is rarely going to match up with what you actually do because mm-hmm. you are you you feel different things in those in those states you know what yeah. I'm saying? adrenaline is pumping everything is, is going yeah. crazy so in that situation i feel like you know you you got you got to get to know you got to get to know yourself you got to get to know your your hot state self because you can't you can't necessarily decide as your cold state that you're gonna do what you want to yeah do. You know, like, I think it goes like, back. It goes I'm back sure to like we all got stories where we ended up in a hot state and we did, or just in general. I think it goes back to the mentality that that's why I always tell people. I never say I never say never. So when someone asks me a hypothetical question, what would you do? I always say, well, it's different of what I say I would do versus oh, what yes. I do when, once I'm in that situation, right? Well, for sure. And, the, yeah. the, way, the way that I function is, well, what have I done in the past? Right. Yeah. So I, I assume the worst of myself because if you assume the best and you think that you, you're going to control yourself, <laughs> who, mm. who operates out of that really like, zone? I think the worst of myself. You know who why? operates out of that zone? Oh you my know God. why? Because I used to say, I used to tell my my the, like the girls I was with, I'm never going to cheat on you. That's that's not even my, in my personality. Why would yeah. I do something like that? I think every man has been in a situation where, oh, I, I thought that I was going to control myself, but shit is a little wild right now. I, I was not ready for this. I didn't know that it was going to feel like this. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Yeah. And then you end up betraying yourself, but it's not necessarily that you betrayed you. You're a different person in your hot state versus your No, you state. betrayed you. All right. I mean, this is science, but we can argue if you want. No, we're not going <laughs> to argue. It's definitely arguable. <clears throat> we're not going to argue. All right, guys. I got one. I got one. I got one. All right, so we've been together for a year. Okay. Our relationship has ups and downs, but lately it feels like we've been having more fights than usual. Just small, stupid, stupid things we normally wouldn't fight about. However, it always followed up with sex, and I was never sure if that's healthy or not. So recently we were in bed, and he admitted that he intentionally starts fights sometimes to get me heated up because he thinks the sex is better when I'm angry at him. He said that I'm not always enthusiastic when we're having non-angry sex, but when I'm mad, he feels like he's fucking a porn star. I explained to him that I can't always be passionate because I'm under a lot of stress nowadays. Um, Like a lot of issues are always on my mind. He tried to make me feel better by saying it's the best sex he's ever had, that he loves me slash my body. And he said that he masturbates to the memories which is something he hasn't done with other girls. He really thought I'd view that as a compliment. Is this a, a normal thing some yeah. guys do? Isn't it emotionally man- manipulative? Very. You think it's emotionally? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that they just need to be grown. Like you need to decide, like you need to either do a safe word so that you guys can role play that out. Like, 
he clearly needs some passion. And when he yeah. has gotten to the point where he needs it, he creates a fight and then aggravates her. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing that, he just needs to be like, listen, bitch, I need some passion. And sometimes like that's an awkward conversation sometimes mm-hmm. to have with your lover. And so you can have a sex gets boring if you continue to do the same thing over and over again. Yes. But like you have to be able to speak about it. So instead yeah. of like creating a fight with her, like have a have a have some words like have some words that indicate things for you like if you're like you know like it's about to be a rodeo like that's an indication that you want some passion she needs to go out because that's better where you just saying flat out what you want and need versus then like you creating this emotional turmoil for her yeah, it comes back to communication, though. If you can't have healthy communication, it has thing. to come down to communication. So one thing I left They're out that well. I should have told y'all. She said, "I just left the room and went to sleep on the couch." It's been a couple of days, and I've been mostly ignoring him. He's upset and saying that I'm overreacting. It's over so manip- it's so manipulative. I I, I, I I think that she should. I am a I, I am not a advocate for ignoring your partner. Mm. I'm not an advocate for uh, pushy pussy punishment. Right, mm-hmm. right, or sex punishment. Oh, I'm, you did this, so I'm not gonna have sex with you. I'm not. I'm not for that. Yeah. I think that she. I, I don't. I don't think she's over overreacting though. Yeah. I think she has a right to feel manipulated by the fact that this is what he's doing. Um. However, I also think you may need to look at self because I always look at myself and I ask myself, well, maybe I'm not having good sex. Maybe I am not having it. Like, what? How can I bring this? If I is this is this who I am? You know, like we right. all, we, we, it takes two to have great sex. Is, Absolutely. Is there any so, illusion of how long this relationship has been going on? Uh, doesn't It says we've been together for a year. I feel like, okay. So I feel like, especially after a year. So um, I think I think most people can agree sober sex is probably the worst sex you have. What sex is? Sober. Oh my God, no. No, I love You're sober fucking sex. Tripping. So nobody agrees with me. <laughs> but, but, Woo! I think there's a reason. Oh, oh maybe sober sex is good when you're in love when you really like that that's person. Not, or you're so very, or you're in lust and yeah. you think they're really sexy. So, so that's, that's why that's why I'm gonna further my point. But that, I don't but that, consider being. In I love got some good rum dick though, so I'm just saying. <laughs> and this is the advertisement about uh, uh, dick right here. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we're doing right now. Oh my God. This is all TV about you never heard about that liquor dick though like somebody yes, for sure it can be a really it can be a really good whiskey it can be a really so, good thing really or a really bad really thing yeah. so so like there's so many <laughs> places where uh our our sexual prowess under a state of euphoria is is typically better like we we all go out to drink and do stuff like that in order to have some of the best sex sometimes we take drugs sometimes we do different things because sex is enhanced i view what he's saying in, in the same way because anger is an elevated state. You're not the person that you choose to be. You're you're in a hot state like I was talking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but you're manufacturing for sure. this anger. For yeah. sure. That, so that's the... I agree with you with the manipulative part mm-hmm. that you decide on your own rather than having a conversation that I want to be in an elevated state, state of and mind. And you're putting your own yeah. lust above your partner's yeah. mental so, well-being. So yeah, if, true. if this guy was more, I think, self-aware, he'd be like, hey, you want to you wanna maybe just take something or drink? Like, I don't like... Or act it out. Or act it out. I love a good safety so, work, girl. 
girls. But sober sex, and guys. sober sex is just not quite on the level of, of the kind of sex you can have. I need you to do better on sober sex. I just need I need you to, I need you to do better. I think what Remy is saying that your inhibitions are gone. So you're talking to somebody who chronically stays in relationships, right? Right. I am I, I have a lot of sober sex because I'm not always gonna like Turn if, up. just because I wanna fuck doesn't mean I'm gonna do perform. About yeah. It. Whereas I think if you're if you consistently hook up or if you live in a state where you're dating or, you know, having sex with multiple partners, you're probably gonna end up in that state more likely. Whereas mm. in a relationship, not so much. So I've had enough sober sex to look back and think, okay, part part of it is that I'm not even interested. I'm not even going to be interested a lot of times just because I'm sober. But like I, like I mentioned before, as soon as I get a little liquor in me, I'm just more automatically entertained mm. with the idea of even trying to do something. Yeah. My inhibitions are down. I'm not going to be worried yeah. about being rejected. I'm going to make a move. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Whereas sober, you're, you're completely self-conscious. And me, as a very self-conscious individual... So it depends gonna, on the individual, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. make me less likely to actually do anything about it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I get where he's coming from as far as being in a hot state. Well, but don't, don't, don't manipulate your partner and fuck with her in order to get her to have sex what, with you. Have a conversation. Yeah, what do people it. always say? Makeup sex is great sex. Right, yeah, there's, there's a reason for that. There's yeah, a reason for that. I love, but, you know, but it shouldn't be the only thing. It but should you, be the only you thing. You shouldn't manipulate it to get no, there, no, right? I, because I, I agree. you need to manipulate yourself right out of a relationship, yeah. right out of I a mean, situation. Because nobody wants somebody who's going to actually create like drama for them. But don't ignore but your partner. Don't ignore your partner. Though. It's also a hard thing to communicate. Like, but that, I don't enjoy having sex with you unless you're angry. How do you? I don't. Say think, that? I don't even think he's saying that though. So I think that's your extrapolation. I'm thinking he's Damn, saying. Damn, she just used a really shit, big word. Shit. She I, said I, the I, extrapolation. I'm just, How you spell that shit? I think Ex- he's saying that like. The sex is extra good when she's mad. And so every once in a while, he pokes the bear so he can have some extra good good, right? And that's great. But, like, there are ways to get there without pissing her off. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I think that requires conversation. But I think it comes down to the fact that so many couples, we coexist instead of, like, really communicating what our needs and wants and desires are. It's a hard thing to go to your partner and say, like, this, there's things about this that I prefer. Like, like if you're, like, a person who... It is hard. It's not It's not an easy conversation to sure. say, I like, it, I want to stick my dick in your ass. It and, takes growth, and I think yeah. you said they were, like, a year along. So, yeah. like, maybe four years in, you can go to your partner and be yeah. like, whatever it is your, your quirk is, you're like, yeah. all right, the sex for the last four years has been straight. But I kind of like like to have porn on in the background exactly. when I have sex, and that's what I that that really gets me. So can yes. we try that? A it's the fear. It's the fear of that rejection of being shot down that my partner is not going to like this, yeah. and then I'm not going to get what I like. Yeah, right. People got some some wild quirks. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> what's what's one of your quirks, Jay? Uh, one of my quirks. One, oh. of your, one of your sexual quirks. Something that you feel either completely turns you off or can easily turn you on. Like, say she doesn't in the bedroom or something that'll make you, trigger you to say, let's, let's, let's let me say Let me say this by else, not at the table. I can't even say this. I want to be nasty. I can't uh, even say it. Well, you can say it at it. I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm going to say it. Sippers. I like when she, I like when she rides my face. That's like a quirk. <laughs> That's a quirk. Yeah. Like, not every guy likes that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and But I don't like, I don't want to ask for it though. Like I don't want. Oh, that's 
ask. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to ask for it. That's why you don't. Don't. I'm not asking that. I'm not. I'm not asking that question. I just need y'all ladies to do it. Ladies, don't ask your man. Can you do some some stuff? How do you just do it? How do you do that? How do you initiate the face? You just gotta show her one time. You just gotta show her what you like one time. Again, come back to communication. Tell her what you like, or tell him what you like. Yeah, and then let it be. Let it happen. And then if if you're with your partner and they don't do it consistently, you just gotta talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And then when it happens. Let her just do her damn thing. Right. All right, Elle's back now. I'm going to stop talking about it. it. She can it. listen in the replay. Oh, my God. What were y'all saying? We, we just face ride. It just got face, a little raw. Face, face riding. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, what's the next next uh, advice piece? All right. So, Brown Angel asks. Brown Angel. The guy I've been dating for the past four months is going through trial for two DUIs. Mm. They both happen within the same month. Talk about a bad fucking month, guys. They both happen in the same month. He mm. got a D- wow DUI twice. Right. His lawyer is telling him that there's a possibility of jail time in county. Mm. It's only seven days, but it's making me weary of the relationship now. He's an amazing guy, educated, career, great career, caring, loving, romantic, communicate well, matured in his thirties with no kids and wants marriage. He's really all I ever wanted in a partner. A part of me wants to just be here for him, but then again, a part of me is not sure how this is going to affect him and his career in the long run and our ability to build a life together. I have never dated anyone with, with I have never dated anyone with anything more than a speeding ticket, so I'm navigating through uncharted waters here, and I don't know whether to stay or to leave him. How big of a deal is a DUI? Has anyone or their partner has been through it? How mm. much did it affect your life and career? Well, I think the bigger issue, first of all, for someone to get two DUIs. Right, I don't line, like you're means missing the big point. They got a huge drinking problem. Thank you. Huge, I was like, huge drinking problem. What are you talking about? Like, you know it's I mean? gonna affect your. He's an alcoholic. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, things happen sometimes. I think it's more important for people to be able to control the alcohol. Like, you can get drunk, but if you know you can't get, you're gonna get shit faced. You should call, man, be responsible enough to call somebody beforehand. Yeah, have a plan B. Get an Uber, do mm. something. But to, to, yeah. to, to, two DUIs in the same month would be a huge red flag to yeah. me personally. Like huge. I mean, literally the first DUI, you're like, bro, what were you doing? Yeah. But the second one in a in the same month, like yeah. you're still dealing learn. with you processing. Careful, you're still figuring out. You're you're within the within that month of the first DUI, you're still doing arraignments you're yeah. doing bail you're doing you like you're you're doing all this court shit now that like makes it really clear how badly you messed up and so the fact that you turned around and get another DUI yeah like, like what are you what are you unhappy about in your life would be my question not even unhappy yeah. with I think that's like literally a chemical addiction at that point yeah. like I would it's possible. It's possible I mean not, not to say that that's automatically what it is but that's what my assumption would be like if you got two DUIs back to back that you are addicted at a chemical level I feel like it's very easy to judge a double DUI on the same month. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but at the same time, I think it's also very easy to get a DUI. I think if you if you if you like at dinner and you decide to have like a couple of glasses of wine and then mm. you choose to drive home, if you happen to get pulled over and if you happen to get breathalyzed. That's going to be a DUI. Right, that's a lot of if you happen. It, I mean, it happens. However, easy. most that's people who get pulled over in that situation, they have shown signs of not being able to drive properly. Right. 
Now, maybe a light bulb was out. Maybe something happened, right? Maybe he ready to stop a corner. No, 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 right. No, even no. for even if you got pulled over after you had a couple of glasses of wine, the automatic assumption isn't that you're drunk, right? right. Yeah. The automatic, the only reason why they would assume you're drunk is if you are literally drunk to the point where you're swerving in traffic, mm-hmm. you're indicating I, something, I right? I disagree. I think I think everybody speeds and everybody can get pulled over for Absolutely. speeding. Absolutely. Right. So true. you can speed and get pulled over. That's for true. any random reason. Yeah. That's and true. then if they when they're talking to you, smelling alcohol in your brothers is not that hard. All they gotta do is lean down and talk to you. Mm. And that's enough. Yeah, off, but off most of them drinks. aren't leaning off down. Two drinks. Don't I'm so I'm I'm I've, all all I'm saying is I feel like the double DUI is a strong judgment because I also heard all of these other things about this person that sound pretty yeah but solid. after the first DUI though right after yeah. the first one you you're still no not even be careful after the first DUI within the first month mm-hmm. you're who's drinking and driving yeah you shouldn't who's be drinking there. and driving yeah. like there's likely. no way that you can justify the second one you yeah. can we can say that I first. mean I've done things where I've driven on suspended license but I had no other means of getting to work Listen. I had to do it right but the only if I know cautious though, weren't you, I, was, I was cautious yeah, and I didn't do anything to really try to jeopardize myself. So saying that, if like if I if I had gotten drunk and I had a DUI and I had no other means and I had to get to work, I would go straight to work. Yeah. This means that he got drunk somewhere else and then drove and then drove back. I mean, so so I think the idea is that it alludes to a potential drinking problem. It, it strongly, highly, suggestively I, I alludes. Feel like, I feel like if you're going to find out from the person that you're dating that they have a drinking problem, you'll find out about it before they get to DUIs. Mm. Like like four months in, I mean, you, you tend to go out. You no, to, alcoholics are like... I don't. I, I don't know any alcoholics. I mean, he. I, I mean, he could have got lucky and not got pulled over in, early in the relationship. It, it's, it's a lot of variables. Yeah, it's a lot and, of variables. And they can be so, var- so that is the only thing that I'm arguing is that I don't think the double DUI does not automatically throw him. It to the does world for me. I don't think I would throw I a woman to the curve if if she had t- two DUIs, but I would severely lower them down the, on the totem pole of my you, options. You, you'd open your eyes a little more. You'd, you'd be a little more. Like, honest. if I was dating them and I had I had her at at, at uh, ring number one and I had up at two, three, and four, and I found out she got two, two DUIs within thirty within a month, I'm moving her down a little bit. Like, this is that's a red flag for me. Uh, yeah. Like, what else? For me, as a life coach, as someone who thinks about self-reflection, what else is going on in that life that they feel the need. Most, I think we all can agree that most people who, who, are who get high and we yeah. all do certain things or get high on mother, mother earth or get yeah. drunk, we are doing it to feel happier, to yeah. feel nicer, yeah. to not think about life, to not, to just feel good. Yeah. Right. No one's taking it, taking this just to do it most time. Anyway. So I, for me, I would just say, well, what's going? On? What else is going on? Yeah. This, this is why it would be a red flag to with, me. With the second, for DUI, me, it would second. be the second deal. Okay, I almost like give people a pass on the front, not even, but like, because yeah. to me, there's like a level of degree. Like you're like, what are you doing, sir? We like, all make well, we all whatever, make bad but we all make bad choices. But the second one in a month, don't we well, ever? I, I, for me, I think that there's a presumption that now you have to rebut. Like I automatically presume at that point that you have a drinking problem. Now, whether or not I want to, I, I, 
I haven't dealt with anybody who's an alcoholic. My father, my grandfather, my, dad was an alcoholic. my grandfather was an alcoholic. My dad to this day does not touch alcohol. Like it, literally. And so I know it's a very traumatic experience. So I don't deal with it. So for me, that's not only a red flag. That's like a full blown stop. Is it just me or is alcoholism like, like a, just an old problem now? No, it's like still I, present. It's still I, crazy. It's still ridiculous. Are I, you kidding? I, I don't think we're. I don't think we're in the same circles anymore. We're in the older, mature circle, so we don't see. Well, our, that's what I'm saying. I feel like our circles would be the alcoholics. I, I feel I like guess that's it could be. I guess that could be true. I but I also think that alcohol looks differently. I think a lot of people are functioning alcoholics. That's true too. I think people. I like, feel like we're all functioning alcoholics. <laughs> I feel so like I'm I, don't, I can go like months like without I, drinking. I drink. I, I like to drink on the daily, but I will never. I like to drink on the daily, but I can go months without drinking. Yeah, yeah. it's so not that, a problem. So, so same for, for me. some people, for me. it's a problem. Yes. Like they cannot go months without drinking. That's how you know it's a problem. And that's the only reason I speak to it because I don't know anybody like that. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's t- who's who feels tied to alcohol in that way. They're, they're tied to other bullshit, fucking mm. social media, whatever. But That's so many addictions out there. We are all addicted to alcohol social media. Is, yeah. So maybe, maybe social media took, took well, alcohol. Well, I mean, I would say this. I'm just more, wondering how common it is now. More people have died from alcoholism than they have from getting high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a that's fact. A, but what, That's a whole sure. other discussion, man. Yeah, so... Well, that was, I mean, there's some interesting advice pieces that we found from the, the, the interwebs. Absolutely. All right, guys, if you have different advice that you give or you think that we were completely off the mark, let us freaking know. Once again, you can find us on Instagram at Alti No Shade Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Alti No Shade as the page, or you can find us on the group as Alti No Shade Podcast and Friends. That's right. And you could also email us at Alti No Shade Podcast at gmail.com. All right, what we got next? All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to my least favorite segment. <laughs> Your most favorite. That sounds about right. I had a, I was coming back last week. I was coming back. If last I would have gave you one more, you might have been able to. Be I know. All right, Sippers, it's that time of I episode tie, where Remy and L and you, Sippers, try to beat these two at the table, <laughs> at the black table, as we say. Come to the black table. Um, the they need the, it's like a charcoal table, really. Yeah. They need to know the name of the artist, the name of the song. I probably should hit smell that later. Sippers <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and you as well. We don't own these songs. Please go stream them. Go uh, wherever you listen to music at. Uh, give these artists and the creators of this stuff the love that they deserve. All right. These songs, ladies and gentlemen. Let me use my sexy voice. I see. <laughs> Jay on the ones and twos. On the ones and twos. Sexy ladies, we got Tony Braxton. You should Tony see my Braxton TikTok. So I did a TikTok. I, see, I watched that video. You see that, you see that video? <laughs> I'm talking shit. Yeah. Did you do a Tony? Did you do a Tony Braxton TikTok? No, no I did no, a, a, a sexy um, quiet, quiet storm. If you do not go somewhere, sir. Quiet put storm. It on right now, I immediately. It, I love it. You want to? You want to play hit? it on? Play it on the podcast. Play it on the podcast. Yes, play it on the podcast. Let us all judge. This is Together, Jay, Jay the Noetic. Let me. Was that like on some key sweat? Like yeah. it's quiet storm. You'll see. You'll you, see. You ever, you ever listen to Key Sweat on on the Quiet Storm? Yes. Do, do you? First of all, the Quiet Storm be busting, yeah. but I also feel like really old when I listen to it because I'm like, it's busting. But I know. Yeah, you can stream st- it. Okay, so like, I don't hear you, it no more. Do you feel like Key Sweat 
is sexy when he does the quiet storm? Do you like what he's doing? I only think Keith Sweat is sexy in the quiet storm because I thought Keith Sweat was sexy before the quiet storm. However, if I had just like, if I was introduced to Keith Sweat through the quiet storm, I'm probably sure that I would think it was like whack as fuck. All right, exactly. Yeah. But it's oh, but I thought he was sexy before. So, so. this is what Remy's talking about. That I did on my Oh my TikTok. god, I'm ready to laugh. I'm ready. It's Tuesday night, 10 or 1 p.m. You got the moments of If you're hearing my background. voice and hearing this song, you know what time it is. It's time for the quiet storm. Oh my god. So grab your lady, grab your man, snuggle up to one another, and just enjoy the vibes that we have for you tonight. Tonight we have some songs by Tony Braxton, Carl Thomas, Shy, and Jodeci. Oh, you were jamming. We also got some new songs by Carl Thomas, Janet Jackson, Gerald LeVert, and a few others that we know that you're going to love. I hate it. (laughs) Special shout out. Give me a call. Dial the hotline. I'll make sure to get you on the line tonight so your special someone can hear your voice and how you... So I'm basically doing a little yeah. throwback to like, like quiet yeah. stuff. I love like, that your canter. Anytime you're doing sexy voice, your canter always drops like super slow. It's like you mean, you mean hey, like you mean like this. Welcome, this is what, guys. This, it's like, it's like, this is what we do. It's on a, quiet on a Friday storm. night. Like you just like slow down. Like, That's how you do it. So That's how you do it. How they can. I love it. Ladies, I don't know. Just, what is the female ladies, version of that? just make sure you that? go ahead and take off your panties. <laughs> You're talking Reddy. too fast. Slow it down, Larry. Slow it down. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> take. Why are you acting like it wasn't like that, though, in the quiet storm? Oh. It always had a deep, the deep voice. Yeah, there's always some deep voice, dude. Always some yeah. deep voice, dude. All right. Here, all right. Over there masturbating. Can we just listen to the radio? Wow. What? All right, here we go. 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 We digress. Sip when the sip be too strong for people. I'm so this song drink. came out in early, early 2000s, maybe late 2009. Did I get that? Missy Elliott. Correct. That was Missy Elliott. Was that the first one? That was the first one. Okay. Was playing. Oh, we were playing. I just said it. That's right. Uh, it's the new shit. Where is it? Who would go up against Missy Elliott? She's so iconic. In verses. Busta Rhymes, for sure. You are doing Missy a disservice right now. Missy's so much bigger than Busta. There is no woman... And okay. there's no, no woman no, artist that no, could go against Missy. It's like the hype because they both bring like so much energy, yeah. but that's literally the only reason in terms of like what they've brought to the art. Yeah, yeah. She writes. She, I mean, Busta probably does it too, but Missy was. But Busta's like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking purely energy. Purely like music. They're so like hype. Yeah, but that's not what Versus is about they, though. They I know it's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. One, 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 one. This song. Uh, 2000s. Uh, Anthony, Anthony Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh, Charlene. Anthony I, I started Hamilton. saying Charlene and then I started switching uh-huh, to the name. Yeah. It's because it was two names. I said Char and then I was like Anthony Hamilton. <laughs> Anthony Hamilton. But name of the song is Charlene. Yes. Fuck. I've seen him three times in concert. Really? Anthony Hamilton. I've, I've not seen him. Hamilton. I saw him once at Jazz in the Garden. I want to hear him. Once in Orlando and then once at USF. It's so funny because I want to see him like at like I don't want to see him in a big venue. I want to see him at the Blues That'd House. I don't I think he does big yeah. venues. Though. I want to sit down. I want to drink. I don't want to be standing up. I want to just enjoy. Actually, Jackson the Garden is a pretty big venue. His band, he brings a live band 
amazing band. He does all the hits. They have routines. They're dancing. Yeah. It's really he's a really good entertainer and artist, which you might not think from a a a uh, neo soul artist, quote yeah. artist. Yeah. You know, but yeah, this is Charlene. All right, so who, it's two one. All right, here we go. Except if they ain't gonna get this one, I won't be surprised if they get this. Genuine? No. LDA? No. I'm trying to listen. I hear you. 112. That's a. Bone Thompson, homie. He's busy. Busy. He's a feature on it. Busy Bone. Busy Bone's a feature. Wishbone. Nope. It's an R&B group. It's an R&B group song. R&B group, man. And Busy's a feature. Yeah, I haven't heard it. It's a 112. You gotta go younger. Immature. Immature. Immature, yes. This is called Give Up the Ghost featuring Busy. A lot of people don't know this song, but it was a good song. I don't know it Alright, so it's uh, so that's tied. It's two two? Is that what that is? Yes, we tied. Two two. Alright, here we go. Next song, Sippers. Do y'all hopefully y'all beating them? Going down, 14. Yeah. First of all, you rude. Trying to distract you. Whose song is it though? Goody Mob. Nope. What? Charles Barkley. Nope. No, it's Barkley. Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy. Correct. Trick Daddy. Oh my Give me, give me some. Right there on my tongue. Hey. All right, so it's three two, three two, three two. Oh, it's not over yet. It's not oh, over we yet. Got one more. We gotta play six. It's an opportunity for oh, you, you right, to tie you it. Right, you right, you right. I'm in the game still, y'all. Tank. No. August. No. Mario. No. Toy Lanes. <laughs> She's trying to name everybody. Row <laughs> <laughs> James. Chris? Chris Brown. Correct, Chris Brown. Damn it! Y'all was laughing because y'all were talking about him. But this song is a bop, though. This is a. As soon as he sings, you hear him. Who, who else is on this? Who's Young Thug. Young Thug. Yeah, it's just a good song. Mm. Y'all sleeping on Chris Brown, man. I think it's good. Like, I bopped to his music. I just don't think, like, he hasn't had any songs for me that are like been like that's Usher's, my shit. Usher's, Usher's music makes you feel like like he got yeah. man. Some I, I, I agree. Like, I like agree. That, I, I am like I'm an Usher album, fan. I'm an Usher it fan. It was like song. song after song. Like you were like it Every. hits you. Like you felt it. I think I can't. I think that Usher and Chris Brown are similar to the Jay-Z and Drake debate. Exactly. And I think it'll be closer than what you realize. I, I think you might be right. I agree. Yeah. I don't. All right, Remy, you are the winner of that sound to me. Congratulations hey. on spanking L's ass hey. for Ouch. two weeks in a row. Listen, I'll be gentle. It's fine. I like to be spanked, so whatever. <laughs> mm, what we got next, though? All right, guys, let's get into that shit. What's your shit this week? What's your ish this week? I'm going to go last. I'm going to go last. 
My itch this week is a new podcast, sort of new from a an old podcast called Serial. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it. Never heard of it because it was uh, when it first dropped. It was like the most popular podcast at the time. They have a new oh Serial. They tell like serial th- uh, thriller uh, things that people yeah, have been killed. One, one long story, and one yep. was about uh, <coughs> a guy who uh, allegedly murdered his girlfriend or whatever. And it was just too inconclusive for it to mm. just sit at that, even though he got convicted and he's in jail. Mm. It, everything is uncertain. So they have a new podcast out. Um, uh, it's like a, it's not called Serial, but it's called Nice White Parents. Mm. What? There's two episodes on Spotify right now. Um, and what they, like, what a lot of people thought it was, was just the whole, like, white apologeticism that is very prevalent in this mm-hmm. age like all of the stuff that they're changing that we don't necessarily care about like we, we, what we really want is you know just for Breonna Taylor or whatever just, mm-hmm. just so so a lot of people saw it as that and automatically gave it you know uh, bad judgment but once I listened to the first two episodes what they actually talk about is how uh, things in black America are affected by people who show him in 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 uh public that they care about these things but the things they're doing aren't actually elevating it mm-hmm. and in a way hindering it mm-hmm. so they talk about like black school or black schools where they try to integrate white children mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it's uh it's very interesting um okay i'll to, check to, it out what's it, it called again it's called uh nice white parents nice white parents yeah. and it's two episodes in that's right interesting now. uh what's your ish Hold on, where's it located? On Netflix? It is, you can find it on uh, Spotify. Oh, it's yeah. a podcast. Spotify. That's right, it's a podcast. It's two episodes in right okay. now, and you know, just do every episode. Okay, so my <coughs> issue this week is Shandy. Have you guys ever had a Shandy before? Uh, I do not know what a Shandy is. It's a, I don't think I had a Shandy it's before. A is it sexual? It's No, it's a, it looks like a, a, um, a soda. It's like a red soda you find at Caribbean stores. Mm. Mm. Okay, so Shandy is um, hibiscus beer or sorrel beer. Mm. And I grew up on it, like drinking it as a kid and having no... It has like literally the smallest alcohol content. It's less than beer. It's like very tiny. But everybody grows up drinking it. And so my dad bought a, a case of it. And I hadn't drank one in so long. And he, he bought a case, and my dad literally killed it. Like in oh, a, yeah. And I don't drink soda. I literally only drink water, like, period, or liquor. You know, hello. But it's, I could not stop myself. It made me, like, feel, like, young, like I was a kid again, like being in Coney Island and on the block, like, chilling, like... It just made me so nostalgic, and it's so good. It's so good. Well, I haven't had any hibis- hibiscus. Um, if you go to any Jam- if you go to any Jamaican store, yeah, they will have shandy, and yeah. it, it won't like they don't. Uh, islands call it hi- I'm call it sorrel, not hibiscus. Mm. Oh, okay. So hibiscus is the American word for it. Ah, uh, gotcha. It took me. I literally learned that as a thirty year old. At, <laughs> at thirty, I realized finally that sorrel and hibiscus was the same exact mm. thing. You taught me something new because yes. I didn't know either. Um, I guess I'll have to try it. I'm pretty open minded. So I'm pretty open minded. Different. Oh my things, god! Yeah. If I, I'm gonna bring you guys some. I got you. All right, bring it next time. Bring it next time. We can make mimosas out of it. Yes, <laughs> a sour mimosa. A sour mimosa? Sorrow. Sorrow. All right, so my itch is... Sorosa. 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 
Uh, so <laughs> I am watching this week a Netflix series okay. or mini series. I like how Netflix has designated how you have a, Net- a Netflix original movie or Netflix original TV show. Or limited. And, I like or limited. It. And now they have uh, just in series, a Netflix series. So I'm watching this series called Down to Earth with actor Zac Efron. And it's actually really, really good. Oh my God, I hated it. I like it. I like it what? because... I'm so bored. I mean, it is... And I it's lo- a little boring. Have you seen pa- Padma's one? I have not yet, so don't ruin it. No, you're going to like it. So, it's like what Zach should have been. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, I it's really... It's a show about finding healthy, sustainable ways to live in modern culture, given the fact that, one, climate change is cha- happening. Absolutely. And... We got to think about the future and that, you know, we just live unhealthy. And what are some different ways other people around the world are living? And so each series, each show, each uh, episode is different. And so I've just enjoyed it because like one of the things we talked about last week on uh, quarantine episode was the sense of community. And on one episode, they were trying to find out what uh, this is one population over in called Sardinia where the people were live, living longer than anyone else. Like, they had the most centennials out of any other demographic in the world. So they went go, they went there to go study these, you know, this, this group of people about why they were living longer. And part of it was genetics, uh, but one part of it was um, community. Mm-hmm. They had a real good sense of community, and they ate together, they socialized together, and then they think that had played played a factor in it. So that was just one episode I really enjoyed. So I enjoy that's it for so, the that's facts. I enjoy it from from the the as, the aspect of education mm-hmm. about because I think we can no longer deny that our world is changing climate wise. Yeah, right. There's people that can deny. No, they deny. I mean, they it, deny it. Like, obviously, the yes. fact that we haven't changed, like we're literally on the uh, we're literally targeted to self destruct. Yeah. is crazy to me. So I think it's nice to try to think of, of other ways that. And one episode they had on there was uh, they were in Costa Rica, right? And talking about all the food, and I was just reminiscing, thinking, man, it's true how they have no organic, they have no GMOs in their food yeah. over there in the in Panama and, and Costa Rica. Everything is nature, so it obviously has a short uh, shelf life, yeah. which is what's, which is hurting us here in America. America, we want to have longer well, shelf life because we import so much things. We want strawberries yeah. year round, but like strawberries are not meant to be year round. Yeah, you know, so. and so that's the problem. So yeah, definitely go check it out. But you didn't like it. I switched to like um you know like seed. I don't do any seedless things because if it's like it's mm. an automatic GMO, if yeah, it's seedless, no. right? Ooh. And so it sucks though. Like switching from seedless to seeds, yeah. it sucks so no more bad. Work. No more work. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. like like watermelon. Oh my god, it's trash. Like it's just like yeah. so terrible. But like I know I just have to trick my like get used to it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I liked it. Seeds are uh, life. That's you didn't like it. You didn't like. I didn't down like it. I thought I thought he was boring. Oh, I, it, it, it could be boring. But I also feel like it. I feel like men would like it though. Mm. I felt like he was boring because it felt like a little too broish with him and the other guy yeah, to the, me. The, his friend, his, the health guru. Yeah, it felt like it felt really broish to me. I think so. So the one you said you watched was uh, who was it? Padma. Padma. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's that's the idea is that like it was more geared towards <coughs> males. Yeah, men. Yeah. Yeah. 
Maybe watch it. Watch it and see what you say you for yourself. Like Padma too, because she's freaking gorgeous. Yeah. Oh my god, Padma Lakshmi. Yeah. And maybe I liked it more because I, I think it's on Hulu actually. I think more, I think more and more about how so I get it, to get away from it all to like just live not really not, not necessarily live off the grid. Well, but live like differently from what I'm living now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe that's why it hey, intrigues listen, me more. Jay. <laughs> Start recycling. Nah, Easy. Easy. That's where it starts, man. That's not enough, that's though. I'm talking starts. about like living somewhere else other than my states. All right. So got my ish. Got L's ish. Did you do your ish? Oh, you did uh, the. Did he ish. was first. I did my ish. All right, guys. Any final sip? I do not have a final sip. Neither do I. You run me? I don't think so. All right, with that, I'm going to call this sip session done. Holla. Blessings, y'all.